and welcome to our quarterly edition of What About Now? What About Now? Wow. Yeah, well, dude. Uh, we're back, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, for uh, Do we have listeners anymore? <laughs> I don't know. We have... We have um, almost a dozen, let's see. I, I can't even say a baker's dozen because technically that's 13. And I, I dream of the day that we have 13 subscribers. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's just call it a dozen. We'll round. You know what? It's the Christmas season, the Hanukkah season. People are generous this time of year. I think they'll let us round to a dozen. What do you say? Yeah, why not? Dozens. Why not? So our, dozen, our dozen or so listeners. A nice dozen. A baker's dozen? No, that's going crazy. No, because Baker's, Baker's Dozen is 13 for some yeah. Yeah. weird reason. Um, I was going to say it's not even a quarterly edition. It's more like a, it's like a, what, what, what is a third? It's like a thirdly edition? Because like one, one four, okay, science question, math question. If one fourth is a quarter, what's one third? A, a third. There's no other word for it. Like we say, um, one, four, is, one fourth is a quarter. So one third is still a third. That's it. Is is it triannual maybe or try? This is our try, our our try. Is it triannual or is that every three years? <laughs> is it tri monthly? It could be tri monthly. Tri monthly could mean every three months. No, no, no. It's, except it's not tri monthly because that's my point. If it was tri monthly, it would be quarterly. Goddamn it! It's four months. It's been four <laughs> months. So it'd be this. Well, so is, it tri, our, is it tri triannually? Uh, tri it's quad monthly. Quad monthly. Quad, you know, quadrilateral. It's our quad. Okay, I think we're getting we're spinning our wheels here. <laughs> Welcome to our infrequent episode of What About Nail. Hey, you know what? Just for just for fun, let's just do another opening. Let's. Uh, I'm. I'm going to do it, and uh, you. You. I'll be you. You be me. Okay. Let's just change things up. Okay. Welcome to our infrequent episode of What About Now? What About Now? Perfect, perfect, okay. Uh, just turn everything upside down. What else was going on? You know what? Honestly, there's just been nothing much in the news, because we did our last show at the end, the mid to end August, and really there's been just nothing in the news. Just absolutely nothing. Nothing's happened. No, nothing's no. happened. No, no, absolutely not. No. no. I could say that we have a new president, but do we? Uh, theoretically, we have a new president-elect, and the uh, election night was kind of edge your seat. Um, and then, you know, just to refresh everybody, I was watching the coverage on election night, looking at the returns coming in, and I just had this disgusting, nauseous feeling in my stomach that looked like Trump was going to win again. And then, uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I went to bed, and then I woke up the next morning with, you know, slight, slightly encouraging news, and then fast forward till the following Saturday, where you know they called it. Just this endless parade of bullshit that's been going on because he's he's just fighting every step of the way. And I just have a list, you know, um, from um, them refusing to initiate the transition with the General Services Services Administration, um, the all the shit that went on with the Michigan uh, County and State Canvassing Board. Um, let's see, lawsuits, lawsuits, lawsuits. Yeah, uh, trying yep. to throw out all the votes in Pennsylvania. Um, the latest thing, which is uh, just yesterday, I think, the Texas AG 
uh, sued all the swing states to throw out their votes. And then today, like the ha, ha, oh, the rest of the red states just just jumped on board. Yeah, including Florida. Yay, Florida. Yeah. Oh, we we don't think it's going to go anywhere. It's just absurd. Yeah, I, there's a pretty good chance I that you know the Supreme Court doesn't even take up the case. Well, they didn't even take up the case. Ye- yesterday was yeah. uh, where the Supreme Court basically, in a one-line response, said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was the the Pennsylvania case trying to get uh, all the votes, all the mail-in votes thrown out in Pennsylvania. And then there was a case, there was a petition to Alito because that's his area, his Pennsylvania. They said they wanted, and of course they were excited because Alito is like one of the the cons- you know the conservatives on the Supreme right. Court. And they petitioned him, and the the correspondent basically said. We're not taking up the case, like yeah. a one like a one line response. Basically, said "fuck off." Yeah, there was not a lot of uh, of uh, what do you call it? It's been so long since the podcast. I think I've forgotten how to talk. <laughs> uh, there's not. There wasn't a lot of uh, details given into why they took it up. There wasn't any any re- real reasoning. It was just basically no. Because it's it's just a it's just a fantasy. There's no actual basis in law. That's the thing is that there's still judges. There's still there's still lawyers and judges. And then they spent a long time, you know. Even if they're super conservative, like they're they still have some level of propriety. Let's say. Yeah, I I I think I think we can say that. Even though there has been a shit ton of stress on the political system that we have in this country, and even though there has been cracks and fissures in in the foundation of of our democracy, I'm a little uh, I'm a little happy to see that we've actually the the, the system is held. It, it, the, our democracy is working like it should, with one president and one whole party trying to take it down. The court systems are doing what they should. And the interesting thing is that the big thing that everybody was worried about, which was the state legislatures sending their own electors, that seems like that's fizzled. That's not even that's not even come close to reality. No, no. It it's happened. been all. It's been all the legislatures, all the state level Republicans saying, "No, we're not doing that. We can't. There's a law. Uh, we can't do that." It's been all the just the lawsuits at the state level, yeah. um, and then it's still not over because you know all the states actually, as of today or yesterday, all the states certified and DC certified, but it's still not over because there's still one last ditch effort, which is um, in January, the um, the the. When Congress goes through and accepts the results, um, congressmen can contest the results. Yes, yes. Um, but <clears throat> that usually does not go anywhere either. So. And it doesn't matter because even if a Republican congressman contests it and then there's a corresponding Republican senator to contest it, in order to throw out the votes, both houses must throw out the vote to throw out, throw out the vote. It has to be 50, 50% plus one. I believe is the, is the number right, and the House is controlled by Democrats, therefore done. Exactly, and even even the Senate won't do it. I don't. I don't know. It. You just have to find one senator. No, you just have to find one crazy fucking Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, 
No, no, but 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 the Senate won't get the fifty percent plus one. Is what I'm they saying. They won't. Oh, you mean because like like Mitt, Mitt Romney or Susan yeah, Collins will uh, yeah. say Mitt, fuck you. A uh, Mitt Romney or uh, uh, a Murkowski. I don't think Susan Collins is worth a shit. But uh, you know, maybe Lisa Murkowski. I I think definitely Mitt Romney. If Mitt Romney gets a chance to be the one that does the thumbs down a la John McCain and screw Trump over forever. Yeah. He would take that, you know, he would take He that. was the only Republican that voted to impeach, right? Or yes, not to impeach, yes. to uh, to uh, convict, sorry. Yeah, no, he was, so. Anyway, so the bottom line is that every day there's just more shenanigans. Um, to qu- In the immortal words of uh, Lenny Kravitz, it's, pr- it's probably Yogi, Yogi Berra, but I- I'll just quote the song by Lenny Kravitz, which is, it ain't over till it's over, because I like that song. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 not over, and yes, I will feel a whole lot better when it's you know the Biden's hand is on the Bible in in January, and you know it's officially over. But I am quite certain that it's not going anywhere. So. Doesn't seem like it. So like. I, you know, the, like just like the, 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 the bad feeling in my stomach on election night, there was all the stress associated with. Well, is Michigan gonna not? You know, is the shenanigans gonna happen in Michigan? No, because right. finally, after, after all was said and done, the, the state board, even even the, um, the the county board in what was it? The, 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 I can't remember the name of the county, but it's the the county for Detroit. They. Approved, and then there was a tension over the well, is the state board going to fuck things up? No, they approved, it. and so there was that tension relieved. And then finally, you know, oh, is there ever going to be a transition? Yeah, finally, after Michigan um, uh, certified the electors, then the transition commenced. And it's like, oh, just fuck, oh my god, it's it's just like I'm just trying to. It's almost like we're we're all going to be like uh, electorally, uh, democratically constipated until January 20th at noon, and then we're going to all have <laughs> one giant, beautiful, uh, relieving dump when we dump Trump. <laughs> um, ah. Yeah, it's just craziness. So in the meantime, the country's going down in flames because of COVID. COVID, we're, we're, we're worse than we've ever been any time during the year. Um you know, it's the self-imposed lockdown. So basically, we're we're getting the show off to a nice, depressing start. What else? We can we can, uh, we can go to the dick jokes uh, pretty soon here. But uh, <laughs> we should we should do because um, I think <clears throat> we've done this before. We should do our our end of the year predictions for the next the coming year. And I think we've oh, done it fuck. before, where, where we where we just come up with things that. We'll come up in 2021 that we we huh. truly believe, and let's 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 try to maybe think positive. Wow. Okay. So it's like uh, predictions, but we're doing this completely cold. Like I haven't put any preparation or thought into it. Wow. We have huh. not brainstormed this. We have not snowballed this. We didn't wow. discuss Ooh. it. Just came up to the top of my head right now. Put me on the Pre- spot. Put yeah. Put you on know, predictions for 2021. Ooh, what wow. Can the, okay. So what can our fine listeners expect? Okay, so let's 
Okay, so we we might have to throw out some categories to help us get the creative juices flowing. But like, let me think for a second. So predictions. Let's talk about like COVID. COVID prediction. Um, I think things are going to go get it close back to normal. I think life is going to resume again because there's a lot a lot of positive results going on as far as vaccines. So um, I think life is going to start returning to normal definitely by mid to end year. Things are going to get better as far as COVID. So that's, it seems like, that seems like that's a safe prediction. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, well, I think as the cold weather goes away, as the winter ends, which is traditionally your cold and flu and virus season anyway, as that, as that ends, yeah, it, it, will, it will taper off. And then hopefully by late spring, early summer, vaccines will be more and more prevalent. Even though, even though I'm hearing roughly 50% of the population isn't in, even interested in taking them. Um, see, I, I would be hesitant to take any vaccine that was rushed through by the Trump administration, but, but this isn't, this isn't being, yeah, this isn't being rushed by the Trump administration. Now, for example, the Pfizer one, like there, it's actually starting in the UK and it's been approved in the UK and then it's going through Canada. And so I would have more confidence in the Pfizer one just because it's the not. It's not the Trump administration that's pushing it. It was also developed by two Turkish immigrants to Germany, so it has nothing to do with America whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, because I would have basically zero confidence in what is it? We'll see. Trump, the Health and Human <laughs> Services, the CDC, the yeah. National Institute of Health, which is pretty sad. But like, because don't you remember? Like, we're going to get a vaccine before the election. Don't you remember that, dear? Yeah. No. I. 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 I remember. I remember. So. Okay, so things are going to return to normal. What's okay? Your turn. Your turn. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Um, this is your idea. Come on, give me some. I give me some. predict that the majority of people will stop paying attention to politics again because they're no longer frantic about who's president of the United States. It doesn't mean things are going to get better. It just means people are going to stop paying attention. Right, it won't be as obsessive because there's not going to be a crazy guy in the White House saying something crazy or doing something crazy every other day. Exactly. Exactly. They're All right, here's my gonna... prediction. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say they're just going to basically <clears throat> kind of <clears throat> resume their their normal lives and uh, not pay attention to what's going on in Washington, even though Biden and his administration will do plenty of bullshit that we should be paying attention to. All right, my prediction. Um, this is just a... Uh, this is based on absolutely um, no information. It's just a gut feeling. I mean, other than the fact that maybe there's been some like literal rumblings in California over the past week, but I'm going to predict. I'm going to go out of the limb here. Got to take some risks in life and say that there's going to be a major earthquake somewhere in the United States. I don't mean like a little 3.0. I mean like there's going to be a major like seven or eight or somewhere in the u.s next year that's my prediction i'm just gonna throw that out okay Okay. earthquake i see your um no um uh, ignoring politics and i raise you uh a shaker if you will okay trembler you're you're trumping my political apathy with with Uh, uh, the ground moving Okay. okay as as i've said before you're no longer you and the rest of the country is no longer allowed to use trump as as a verb, it's basically like naming your kids Hitler. It doesn't work anymore. It's not allowed. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you can use it as a verb, but only nope. if it means like a really nope. negative. He nope. really trumped it. Like if 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 somebody really messes up, like really really bad, like they do something that you can't believe how incompetent they are when they when they did this task. Like you send somebody to paint the house and they paint it like five different colors and they're all melting into each other and they're on the ceiling and everything. You can say, wow, you really trumped up that paint job. I guess, but the problem is it's going to be confusing because people are going to think that it's the old definition, but you're really changing the definition. So <laughs> the easiest solution here, the easiest solution here is that we're striking that word from the dictionary other than the proper the proper noun, which means uh, the most disgraceful president in the history of the United States. No, so you're not allowed to say that. No, it, it shall be decreed. Um, By Ted. Yes. I predict that Ted is going to decree things he has no power to enforce. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, that's highly likely, yes. Uh, I decree that to be true. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? What was your prediction? I, I predict, I predict that the way we go to movies is going Ooh. to change forever. Wow. Because of what Warner Brothers has done with their films. And if you have not heard, I every have. Warner Brother movie, for, well, you're not the only one listening. Hope. No, pretty much. I pretty much am. <laughs> you probably no, I pretty are. Much am. <laughs> you probably are, but. <laughs> Wait, Rich. Just address, just address everything to Rich, okay? Direct everything to Rich. Hey, so, Rich, I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> if you haven't heard, Rich, um, <laughs> HBO or Warner Brothers is releasing every single one of their first-run movies in the theater and to HBO Max same day in 2021. Uh -huh. And this includes not only Wonder Woman kicks it off here on Christmas Day. Yep. But it includes big movies like Dune and Matrix 4 and uh, I think the new Space Jam and Godzilla vs. Kong. There's a yes. bunch of yes. movies that, that, that are doing this. What better way to kick off Christmas Day with a Jewish than with a Jewish Wonder Woman? Of course. <laughs> of course. Not only Jewish, like super Jewish, like Israeli. Like, can't get more Jewish than like an Israeli Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, she'd make me convert. That's all I can say. But. Now, by by the way, we're approaching the end of the year. Is there any sort of slur you want to use? Do you want to use? You still have you still have a, a Warsaw Ghetto Pass. Now they don't. They do not. Let me just let me clarify the rules here. They don't carry over to the next year. So it's no, it's like uh, if you do not use your Warsaw Ghetto Pass this year, you can't use two next year. So you want to? This is probably going to be our last show of the year. You want to slide in slide in a little uh, Jewish slur there in the show? Just I'm just putting that out. Uh, I, 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 I wasn't prepared, and since we did so few podcasts this year, you really kind of limited my my ability to come up with one. Okay, that, so that you know that I could still find funny and not get like canceled. Okay, over. <laughs> let, let me help. Let me let me help you out here because we're doing predictions. This is just a little hint for you for prediction. Since we're doing predictions about next year, why don't you make some prediction? For next year regarding the Jews taking over. I'm just trying to help you out. How can like, I predict something that's already happened? Oh, okay. There okay. we I go. Know, I got it in. No, no, I think you can do better than that. Come on. Probably could, but you okay. can do better. I'm gonna let you think I'm gonna let I'm you not, think. I'm about not it. feeling okay. like really anti Semitic tonight. I don't know. You know <laughs> Well, how can I help it? How, how can I 
make you more anti-Semitic. Uh, let's see. What really, really burns my chaps? <laughs> what really grinds your gears? <laughs> what grinds my gears? Hey, you, didn't, you know what grinds my gears? You didn't let me finish my thing about the movie thing. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, and who controls the movies? The Jews. The Jews. <laughs> so I'm, I'm predicting that we are actually going to see movie theaters step back. They're not going to go completely out of business. I mean, some chains might. But movie theaters aren't going to cease to exist. I, I think some people are predicting that. I think we're going to see two types of movie theaters. The first type of movie theater is a movie theater that is part of a bigger entertainment complex to where you go to this place and there's bowling and there's a bar and then there's, I don't know, mini golf. There's a, vi- a video arcade. You know, there's, there's a bunch of different things for people to do with movies being just one little aspect of it. So I can see, like, entertainment complexes. The second thing I could see is, and since we've been kind of trending in this direction anyway, where the only movies that make real money are the tentpole, studio tentpole blockbusters, the Marvels, the Pixars, you know, things like that, um, we could see the return of, or the demise of the 16-screen multiplex. Uh-huh. And the return of the six-screen multiplex. Kind of like theaters were when we grew up. Because more than four was very uncommon throughout the 80s. And then I I think it was the late 80s. In our area, we got South Dade AMC 8. And that was... Right, we used to go there... but that right. was by far the biggest theater around. But places like the one in Homestead was four theaters. The one in Cutter Ridge was two theaters. It was not common to have more than four or six theaters. And I think we'll return to that. Okay, interesting. Damon, I just had a prediction and I forgot it. Uh, okay. I predict that by next year I will remember... The prediction I thought of <laughs> while you were talking. Okay. Does that count? No. I predict um, that by uh, next year I will think of something that was truly anti-Semitic that I should have used last year, but now I'll have to hold on to it. Uh, I predict by next year that our podcast will skyrocket or really take off. What do you think? Positive thinking there. <laughs> that is not the silliest prediction you've ever said. You want to know what the silliest prediction you've ever said was? What? That you think Donald Trump is going to jail. Oh, we're going to do that now? Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to end on that, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to work thanks, on more predictions. Thanks for that natural segue into it, which I gave now, us. I know. I'm fighting, because I don't think and, I'm done with this bit yet. And it, I gave us a natural segue, and you just, just drove it right off the road. <laughs> I'm fighting the segue. Ooh, is that, do we have a title? Do we have a title of the episode, Fighting the Segue? Yes, it could be that, or it could be Ted Annoys Darren. <laughs> but really, that, that, that could be the title of every one of our episodes. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like predictions. Not, this is not a review of our life. Okay, so let's see. What do we got? Let's review the predictions. So, earthquakes, politics is not going to be as popular. Movie theaters are going to change. Our show's going to take off. What else? What did I miss? Oh, the pan- did I say the 
life's going to get back to normal for this pandemic. Yeah, it's slowly coming back to normal. Do you, do you, what do you think about civil unrest or potential violence surrounding this election? Do you think that's a possibility? It hasn't happened yet, or has it? I mean, there's been, well, there was like those two protesters killed, but like, uh, that was sort of like a, a one-off. It wasn't like massive violence. Right. So do you, do you think that there's still time for between now and January 20? I, I, think, I think it's always possible. I don't think it's, I still don't think it's going to happen. I, I think that it's something I worry about. It's something that I warn people on the left about. Um, it's something that's actually made me rethink gun control. Um, Meaning but, you're for or against it? Um, I'm not so certain that right now is a time for disarming ourselves when we're facing a increasingly angry and an increasingly prone to violent opposition that right now is willing to subjugate people's votes to get what they want. Let's not lose sight about what's going on here. And that is, we have a president, we have one entire political party, at least on the national level, and we have a better part of 70 million voters that are quite okay with throwing out people's votes because of unproven and poorly sourced rumors of fraud. We have a significant amount of people in this country that are willing to throw out representative democracy. Let me let's do a little thought experiment here. I was trying this isn't me about like trying to relate to the other side. And so let's turn the tables and let's say that let's say that uh, Joe Biden comes into the office and he and Joe Biden and the Democratic Party um, get power because um, completely, let's say for the first two years, let's say they take control of the Senate. They win the runoffs. And okay. like, which that's that's how it was. Remember when Trump came to office. It wasn't all branches of government were, I mean, the, the Congress and uh, the executive were controlled by Republicans. Remember, the, the Democrats didn't win the House back until 2018. So, um, so let's say that it, it shifts completely to the left. And not only do the Democrats have power, but they behave the same way in which they'll do anything possible to retain that power. And, you know, all the shenanigans is about. Um, basically trying to disregard elections. Okay. So how would you feel? Let's say um, the, the Democrats were doing these crazy things. They were packing the court and they were giving statehood to, to D.C. and Puerto Rico and they were legalizing weed and, you know, um, solidifying uh, reproductive rights, whatever, taxing the rich, et cetera, et cetera. Every, every left wet dream, Right. Uh, single payer health case healthcare system. Let's say they were doing that, and then at the same time they were, you know, a, a massive gun control of automatic of uh, assault weapons. And at the same time, the left 
was pulling the exact same shenanigans trying to uh, overturn elections. How would you feel about that? Because I'm trying to understand, like, is it's like, okay, all the people who, it's, it's not, I don't, like, part of it is the cult of personality, but there's a lot of people that are going along with it because the person that's in power is aligned with their beliefs. And the, so the end justify the means. Exactly. So how would you feel? Would you, okay, so like we're sitting here right now. Okay, so it's a prediction. Let's, this is a completely wild prediction that's not going to happen. But let's say next year uh, Dems take the Senate and then we start enacting our um, wildly uh-huh. left agenda. And then at the same time we're doing everything we possibly can to disenfranchise Republicans. How would we feel about it if if that was going on? We say, hey, no, guys, uh, no, you can't do that. And, and then, like, uh, the let's say the midterms come up, the twenty twenty two midterms come up, and then it looks like the Republicans are going to take back the Senate and the House. And how would we be like? Would, would you align with the disenfranchising, or would you? No, I, I would. I would hope to think that I'd be consistent and not want to take away people's votes. You know, I I want to win. The battleground of ideas. I don't want to disenfranchise an entire group of, of, of voters to the point where they can no longer participate in our democracy. I don't want that. That's not what any of us should be striving for. So, no, even if it means that we get policies that we want, I'm hoping I'm consistent. I don't think that it's ever gotten to that point for the Democrats. I mean, I'm sure there's been some shenanigans in, in local politics with Democrats before. I know things like gerrymandering aren't just a, a uniquely Republican problem, but as far as like literally trying to overturn people's votes and, and, and throw them completely out uh, by, by millions of votes... Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I could be on board with that, no matter what the, the end game was. Okay, okay. But I'm afraid, I'm sorry, but that is the wrong answer. I'm afraid the correct answer is uh, the end justifies the means, and you will happily gl- go along with it. Uh, th- thank you for playing. Okay. <laughs> okay, and, and since we're on the subject, uh, this is a completely shitty segue to, I have one more prediction, which is for next year, Tap dancing is going to come back into style. There's going to be all kinds of tap tap dancing crazes next year. Tap dancing is coming back. That's my prediction. (laughs) Are you talking about political tap dancing? No, actual tap dancing. Tap dancing. (laughs) The actual physical. Tap tap dancing is coming back. That's my prediction for next year. For some reason, people are like, I'm so happy. People are going to be so happy that the the, the pandemic's over. They're going to want to dance. And we're like, well, what about tap dancing? And we'll say, that's perfect. Uh, tap dancing is coming back. That's not as bad as your Trump going to jail uh, prediction. So hey, okay. Do we find? Let's work our way to this. Okay. And the final prediction, of course, is that Trump's going to jail. And this, this is a, a perfect segue to. So we had we could call it the po- podcast that wasn't. Uh, was it last week or the week before? We've been trying to do a podcast, but you had some technical difficulties where yeah, yeah, you, you were you were missing a memory card from your recorder, so we couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, my, my recorder my recorder was out of my possession for a week or two, and when it came back, it was missing a memory card. I'm not so, pointing any fingers. But, <laughs> but, but if we were... But if we were, 
Hey, I can't. I she she sometimes sometimes listens to the show, so oh, we don't okay. really want to chase away any listeners. So okay, so some somebody maybe in the same household as you, possibly. Okay, maybe a female in the same household. That doesn't Possibly. narrow it down because you have nothing but females in your household. This is true. So, <laughs> but it's, it wasn't you. Is the point? Okay. So the thing is, is that a week or two ago, even though you didn't have a card, we still did a podcast. We just had to record it. No, no, no. We basically just had a two-hour phone conversation where it basically, even before we started podcasting, for the past, I don't know, thirty years or so, that's basically just our fo- our conversations over the phone. Yeah, so we did. Yeah. It was like the the mystery, the the lost the lost podcast. Yeah, the, the the lost episode of what about now? If you if if you couple it if you couple it with the text messages of each uh, each of us naming doctors for like thirty oh, minutes, yeah. we so. get stuck in a little competition where we try to do we try to outdo the the other person with, with about useless them. knowledge. I still exactly. think Doctor Theopolis might have been the uh, deepest cut there. <laughs> Uh, from the story from Buck Rogers. Yes, from Buck Rogers. That's a pretty deep cut. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is that the second answer that you came up with was the same exact one that I came up with. We both pulled doc- like, and you said it, but I was literally thinking it. And you said Doctor Detroit, which is like an obscure Dan Aykroyd early eighties <laughs> movie. And when you said Doctor Detroit, I was like, that was my next guess. I was like, Geez. because I I knew you would eventually get to Doctor Detroit, so I had to get it early. Mm-hmm. You know, this funny thing, I'm looking over those text messages after we were done. It's like some of the ones we missed, like neither one of us said like Dr. Zhivago, you know, which is oh, like. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking that. Yeah, but we, ne- we never we never got to like, doc- we we got to things like Dr. Detroit, Dr. Theopolis before we got to Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> it just didn't feel right. I just want to go all Dr. Zhivago. Famous doctors. Eh, Zhivago. I don't know shit about Dr. Zhivago. But it you don't need to. You still know the name. I mean, it's it's a famous. I do, I do. So anyway, so the point is, is that we had this long conversation about. I I threw out the idea that Trump's going to go to jail, and then so I'm on the side of Trump is going to go to jail soon, sooner if not later, and you're on the side of he's never going to jail. And so we started yeah. to we came up with a bet, and then it took us about an hour to work through the terms of the bet, arguing and discussing. How the bet might work, and so do you remember the conclusion we came to? I, I, we we amended it uh, a couple of times. I know it was very low stakes because you don't like to bet money a lot. So. No, the problem was that I didn't want it to be complicated. I'm on simplicity, so can you were like, no, but but I mean, you don't, you still don't like to do large sums of money. It's not like it's never uh, well, going to be like a hundred dollar bet. Uh, that is true, but I also didn't want it to be like this uh, Fibonacci series where you keep increasing it by twenty by the the previous amount of years, like ten, and then increase it by twenty, and then increase it by thirty. Like I'm just trying to keep it simple. So it's like we just add ten every year. We add ten bucks to the pot. Okay. Okay. And the re- and the reason why we have to review it on a yearly basis is simply because of the fact that that until Trump passes away, we don't want that. We want him to live. Many, many years healthily in jail. Um, so let's say he lives, and let's just do some math based upon the average ages of people. He's in his 70s. Let's say he lives to 100. So he could live another 20, 30 years. And then during that time, we won't be able to resolve the bet because, you know, on his deathbed, he could be carted off to jail, right? And so we have to have, we have to take that into account. And so I said, well, we'll, we'll start out with 10 bucks in the pot. And every year we review it. 
And it's like, well, if he hasn't gone to jail, every year that he hasn't gone to jail, we add another ten bucks. So, because like, like it, it's, it's, if more and more time goes by, it's more and more likely that you are right. So say he's going to jail. Well, if ten years pass, he hasn't gone to jail. It's, it's more likely that he's not going to jail because it's been so long. And so that's why the pot keeps growing, and it it favors you. It favors you. Right. It, 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 the longer it goes on, the, the more it favors me. This is correct. Um, Basically, the so, but so that so why we gave you the the clause of backing out at any time. You can, I can con- concede at any time. You, yes. you can do something that Trump won't do, and that's actually concede, right? And and get out of the the the, the bet at any time. So. So basically, I can con- anytime I decide that yeah, I think okay, I think you're right. I think he's not going to jail. It's been two years. Okay, here's twenty bucks. Right. But right. Uh, and can I can't remember. Are you allowed to concede? I'm allowed to concede as well. Yes, I, I have that option. I don't really see too many scenarios where I would concede, unless let's say we're let's say we're making today, which is what's today's date? Today's the ninth, correct? Let's say uh, make, yeah. uh-huh. since we're officially proclaiming the bet, you know, into the recorder right now, it's going to post beyond December 9th, But today is December 9th, twenty twenty. Okay, we now do that for you, hold Rich. on now. We do that for you. Then Hold we on can, a second. We now. can re. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have to. We have to say what the date is for Rich. Yes. 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 We can re. We can re up. We can consider this to start, and then we can re re up it every year. Or do you want to wait till after inauguration day? Do you want to? Uh, do you want See, to I was thinking. I, I was thinking to keep again keep it simple that even though we start it now, we have a review on January twentieth because it's not going to be hard to remember. It's like because remember the bet is is he going to go to jail after. He, there's no way he's going to jail before, so it's right. like I think that it oh, should can, actually we start. We can make it real simple. Do it January first of every year. No, January twentieth. He he's not going to jail before January twentieth, so the bet actually doesn't commence until January twentieth. He, he's not going to jail until after January twentieth. Yes. So I right. say the, the right. bet starts on January twentieth. Right, right. I got you. I got you. So. There's absolutely no way that he. So you, that's it. You have a freebie. So if he goes to jail. Before January twentieth, you get off with having to pay me nothing, because <laughs> there's no way he's he has immunity from federal prosecution, yeah. and if he was going to be prosecuted at the state level, it would have happened by now because he is so fucking dirty, and so he's not going to just so it's I'd say it starts January twentieth, and we review every Jan twentieth. Okay, okay, that's it. Right. All right. Do you agree to Do you agree I, to the I'm, terms? I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. It's so, very simple. So so. The, the scenarios where I could potentially concede is if, let's like, it's January 15th, uh, there has been an investigation, charges are pending, and they're about ready to, you know, you know there's word that they're going to actually bring him in sometime this week. You know, then I could just, like, at that point, concede before I double down, because it looks like... So that, that's... Okay, so there's a couple points to iron out here. Number one is what is the definition of jail? And I think is he has been He has to have his mugshot taken and be physically incarcerated. So we'll see mugshot then because people can turn themselves in and they get immediately released after a couple hours. Then he didn't go to jail. No, I think that I you know what? I think mugshot mugshot would be a good uh a good one, right? Because if you're arre- if you're arrested, regardless if you've turned yourself in or they drag you out of your house, 
And then if you if they take you down, they book you, they give you, they take a mugshot, and even if they release him on bail an hour later, let's say he's just in a he's he's like just sitting, you know, in in the in the area with the handcuffs. Like I say, mugshot is a good one. As soon as we see a Trump mugshot, what do you think? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. What happens if they they take a mugshot but they won't release it publicly? Then we're fucked. <laughs> Wouldn't you be able to get one through the Freedom of Information Act? That's the thing, is that we, one of these things we might never know is like, well, why the fuck are they not releasing his mugshot? Right. So, I mean, I, I'd say that we, we might have to consider alternatives, because like, if he's arrested, or if he turns himself in and he's booked, and they take, they say, if they say, well, we, we took a mug, they took a mugshot, they're just not releasing it, you know, that's okay. Here's things that don't count, though. Paying fines being prohibited from doing certain things like running charities or something like that. Any type of things that, that, that are punitive but don't actually involve incarceration, they do not count. So if the state of New York decides to charge him and they never take him in, and at the end of it all they decide they're going to fine him $400 million or whatever, that does not count. A fine does not matter shit to me. Well, I think once you're charged, they have to book you, right? They arrest you and they book you, even if they let you go that same day, right? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay, okay. So let's let's not dwell on this too much. The other thing is, so does the does does the pot automatically roll on like midnight of January twentieth? Here's the other thing: is is sometimes they actually avoid the whole booking and the trial and stuff by settling first. Things like, you know, Bank of America did after the, you know, the the, the economic collapse. You know, they, they did many things, uh, some nasty actions right. that helped lead to the financial meltdown and federal government. Hold on, just, hold on, though. But that's a corporation and a person. You have to focus on people. Cor- corporations are people. The United States nah. said so, so. You can't arrest a corporation. You can arrest the executives inside. Yeah, but you can't take a mugshot of a corporation you can take a mugshot of the executives inside well that is then the ceo getting arrested that's not the corporation i'm just saying it's a yeah. bad example so let's let's take the other thing so does the pot automatically roll every january 20th at midnight yeah absolutely so like this january 20th becomes ten dollars and then the following january 20th it automatically becomes so you could actually concede on january 19th at eleven fifty nine. you could text me and say i concede and that'll save you ten bucks. save me ten bucks or, or I could do it. Okay, so I, I, don't, again, I don't. I don't foresee me doing that. So okay, but uh, after about four or five years, I might concede and pay fifty bucks. But yeah, okay, okay. So Rich is our witness. The bet is made. The and let's clarify made. ten, ten, <clears throat> ten American dollars. So just just in case, it's ten yes, dollars yes. American, U.S. dollars. I don't. I don't cheat people out of, <laughs> out of bets. So, I'm going to get 40 bucks from a guy <laughs> come January 20th, so it's all good. Oh, you mean uh, Trump versus Biden winning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, right after this whole thing, that, you know, he's one of the, he's a Trump supporter that believes that oh, there's more to it than, than we're seeing than, uh, you know, I was like, I've spent a better part of four years trying to Talk to him and convince him and give him facts and how's how's that going? 
well, I, I would take a step forward and then take five steps back. You know, it, it would just backslide. He'd get back into his bubble and and forget all the conversations we had. So I've kind of made the decision. Yeah. I've kind of made the decision now that I'm no longer going to try to correct or inform or educate people who don't care to learn. They don't want to give up their hard-found faith in Donald Trump. So I'm just going to find ways to get their money now <laughs> and enrich myself. <laughs> so yeah. I, I I made an informed bet because I'm actually reading the court dockets and what's going on. I'm reading things like in the court case in the Third Circuit Court of Pennsylvania, Rudy Giuliani going up in front of a judge and saying, this is not a fraud case, saying these words. It's written down where everyone can read this. It's online. Uh, I think one of the places you can get is Democracy Docket. They have all the links to all these different court cases across the country. And you can see how either fraud is not being alleged or fraud is so poorly alleged that it's just getting thrown out of court because of lack of evidence. So I, I, I went into the bet knowing that, knowing that things were looking bad from the get-go he kept professing that there was a chance i said you want to put money on it we agreed to 20 bucks a couple weeks later i actually posted without comment without any other media uh middleman trying to interpret it to anybody i posted a link to the third circuit court of pennsylvania's uh decision the one rudy giuliani uh tried and how they threw it out. Uh, I just kind of highlighted a couple of passages where the judges explained why they threw it out, including the passage where Rudy Giuliani said, no fraud. That's all I did. Made no comment. Just gave them the actual court transcript. And I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes. Like if some, if somebody, some idiot on Twitter, uh, starts arguing about some fact, uh, my favorite thing is just to say nothing but like post a link to it to some article or some news story. Yeah, like but this, see, that. this wasn't this wasn't even an article. I didn't want any bias to get in the way. I wanted it to be as unbiased and just as factual as possible. This is what is going on in court. What everybody says on the outside, from Sean Hannity all the way over to Rachel Maddow, doesn't matter. It only matters what happens in front of that judge. That's all that matters. So I posted that. His response was, oh, it's not over, blah, blah, blah. So I said, you want to double your, double your bet? You want to take it up to 40? He agreed. So now I'm at 40 bucks. Wow. Cool. And the, bet, and the bet is simply this, that the Electoral College will certify that Joe Biden won and that Joe Biden will be inaugurated on Inauguration Day. Well, next week, there are certain, the Electoral College is certifying, and then first week in January, Congress is accepting it, mm-hmm. or not accepting it, depending on what happens. And then, obviously, he's inaugurated on January 20th, 20th, in which case we have a $10 bet as well. Right. Uh, what else? Uh, so, yeah, so that, that wraps that up. you want to do some quick housekeeping before we... Do some other, maybe some get some haha in here. Go for it. Go for it. What 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 
what housekeeping would you like to do? Like, where can they contact us? Where can they follow us? Where are they listening to us? All that kind of things. Oh, I predict that next year we will get a listener prime. Somebody will contact us at Darren and Ted at gmail.com or at what about now pod on Twitter. And they will, I can't remember. Did we suspend the list? The, we didn't, we said we were not going to do any new like, crap cash. What did we say? We had something because of the pandemic. We're not going to put anything new in the crap yeah, cash. We, 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 we halted the, the, the adding of new items during the pandemic. And I think we're going to go ahead and continue that halt. Um, for now. But, but we can still have a phrase that pays, which is. I have to think of one. Uh, anyway, so uh, what it is is if you contact us and you give us a phrase that pays, then what, what it is is we're looking for our listener primes. We're looking for somebody we can um, um, like settle, uh, settle debates or settle disagreements. Somebody who we can say, hey, you know, hey, listener prime. What do you think is a good idea? Was a good prediction for next year? Somebody we can kind of involve in the show, um, just somebody we can like sort of incorporate in the show. Not, there's not really a lot of effort involved, but somebody, just somebody to sort of incorporate in the show. But just have like somebody else's opinion. But uh, and also, if you are the surprise, you get this box of shit that we've been collecting over the years. And if you don't <laughs> want it, that's fine. It's on, on Facebook at What About Pod on Facebook. You can see what's in the crap cache. Um, right now, Rich is our sort of our placeholder. He gives us a couple of comments yes, on yes. Uh, on the uh, cast box on the but comment he, section. He, but he doesn't qualify because one, he knows you, right? And two, he clearly said he did not want it. <laughs> and uh, we want somebody that's a little bit more interactive. So, like, mm-hmm. if we were going to like throw out questions, we will definitely want to get a response. Yes. From that person. Maybe maybe we would have, like, maybe it's sometimes, like, conference men or something. But, like, just somebody we can interact with. Somebody we could say, hey, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. You could be anybody, any walk of life. Completely, um, complete, um, different uh, ideological or political leanings. Really, the only requirement is just you're not an asshole. You know? Right. I don't care if you disagree with it. It's just as long as we can talk to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Beyond that, it doesn't matter. Um, preferably like not in prison. Uh, if you're a celebrity, that'd be cool. But like, not a lot of requirements. I would like for you to speak English. I'd like to be able to communicate with you. Uh, doesn't have to be good English, just as long as you speak English. Just, just get back past, get past the basic like impediments to having a listener prime. Ah, yeah. uh, here's a trivia question for you. Uh huh. So we we mentioned it wait, a little bit earlier. Um, wait, what's the phrase that pays? Here's a trivia question for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're leading up. There's a setup here. Okay, that that's the phrase that pays. Here's a trivia question for you. <laughs> Let's try that again. What's the trivia question? Okay, so we mentioned earlier that uh, on January sixth, the um, the the. Congress could Congress? hold up the certification by having contested. Yeah, yes. they contested. They could. They could um, have one uh, member of the House and one member of the Senate go ahead and 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 challenge it. In which case, it would go to the House, uh, a vote of both houses, and it would take a fifty percent plus one to overturn that electoral college certification. 
When was the last time that challenge happened? Was it uh, was it eighteen the election of eighteen seventy six? No, no, that was when the last time it was successful. It was the Tilden Hayes election. So when was had, the last time it was? Oh, was it was. Um, well, uh, in twenty sixteen, um, a couple Democratic Congress co- uh, Congress members. Did it, but there was no corresponding senator. Is that what right. you're going for? Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. It was she- Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas and Barbara Lee of California, uh, only to be foiled by then Vice President Biden. So Biden shut it down. Yeah. So. But, uh, oh, what else? So, what's the phrase that pays? Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down forever. That's actually a line from. Uh, the end of the movie Dark City, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. I haven't seen that one in quite a while. It's great. I never did watch the director's cut. I think I own it on disc. I just never got around to watching it. I don't think I've seen the director's cut either. I know. So. I don't know. Let's just sort of I want to meander for a little bit. I'm like, what's going on? We have, we have some segments, and then I don't know if you want to have a nice meander. We're just like, what's going on? Just like nothing political. Just like, what's going on? Let's just have a little update. Quick update. What's going on in life? Uh, same old, same old with the pandemic. What's- oh, let's do, let's do a quick, since we've been gone so long, let's do a quick in memoriam because we missed a lot of we important, did. important deaths. Well, I don't want to get to segments just yet. I just want to have like a quick, like just, hey, hey, what's happening in our lives before we get to the segments? Absolutely nothing. We're in a pandemic and we shouldn't be going nothing? anywhere anyway. <laughs> I, I want to throw this out. So my kid is doing virtual schooling. Okay. Um... We are, you know, I live in the Baltimore area, outside of Baltimore. Um, and uh, the funny thing is that, I don't know if it made the national news, but um, my kid's school system got hit with ransomware and completely brought down their entire the entire virtual learning system. Oh, Did geez. you know about that? I did not hear about that. The surprising thing is that it, it was only down for three, day, three school days. I was shocked at how quickly they brought it back up. But, like, virtual learning... Um, the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it stopped, and then it resumed the following Wednesday. So there was like three days of downtime. And I, I thought it was going to go on for weeks and weeks, but like that was something in my life, like virtual learning with my – because my eldest daughter's in, in elementary school. And uh, so virtual learning and the virtual learning went down and it came back up. Uh, other than that, I mean nothing, just uh, same old, same old. It's the number. The COVID numbers are horrible. Not really going anywhere. Um, watching. Uh, what are watching? The wife and I are watching. We've been watching um, Outlander on Hulu. That's a big one. Oh, I uh, I finally caught up to all the Walking Dead shows. I oh. caught up to. I caught up to. I watched the new season. The season of the new show. It kind of blew. I caught up to like four seasons. I watched four seasons worth of Fear the Walking Dead. I'm all caught up. I, was, that, I think I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What's going on in your life? Nothing? Nothing? TV shows or anything? Pretty much our lives are now just like, hey, what's the TV show you're watching? Uh, the Mandalorian, if you, haven't, okay. if you haven't been watching that, it's fantastic. Um, I, I'm I haven't, you, no. Oh, wow. No, it's, I haven't been watching The Mandalorian. Mandalorian is, is great. Good show. They, uh, they've been bringing some familiar faces back into the fold and things like that. I heard that because I I, re, I I don't watch these things, but like I'm aware of them because like the little entertainment news stories pop up in my feed. So like I know like Boba Fett came back or something. 
in this past episode, yes, Tamara Morrison yeah. uh, reprised the role as Boba Fett. So now, when is the Mandalorian is set after Jedi, but before the Force Awakens? Is that right? Yes, it's 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 it's, it's set five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so that makes sense. So, yes. Oh, that's right, because the last time we saw Boba Fett, he got swallowed by the... Sarlacc. Sarlacc, yes. okay. Sarlacc, what else yes. is going on? Let's see, it's in, in our lives. And, and, um, and, and if, you've, if you've been a fan of any of the animated series, of any of the Star Wars animated series, like Clone Wars or Rebels, a lot of the characters that were introduced in those shows and became fan favorites uh, have made their way into to, to this, like Ahsoka Tano, uh, who is was introduced as Anakin Skywalker's Padawan in the Clone Wars cartoon, and we followed her journey through that and through Rebels and things like that. Uh, she's now being played by Rosario Dawson in the show. Oh. Uh, there's another Mandalorian by the name of Bo-Katan, uh, a female Mandalorian that was in the Clone Wars and Rebels, voiced by Katie Sackhoff, and is now in Ooh. the show being played by Katie Sackhoff. Um, cool. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of, if you have delved into things outside of just the films, you're going to recognize a lot of it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, if you like some of the, the novels, things like that, you'll see things that will really catch your interest. How was your Halloween? Very, very quiet. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh Wait, what? And it, and it rained. <laughs> and just the, either of those things by itself on Halloween sucks, but put them together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just want to have a little sh- a shout-out. Um, the morning Halloween morning, I had an idea because I was hanging out, having breakfast with my kids, and I'm like, oh, you know, Halloween. But wait, but there's COVID-19. Wait a minute, that rhymes. And from that morning until that evening, like 11 o'clock at night, nah, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, I wrote and performed and recorded a song, like a little, you know, one-minute song on Twitter called COVID-19 Halloween. Oh. So check that check that out. Just a little silly little song about having how it's a COVID-19 Halloween. It's okay. a special Halloween. So, All right. Um, COVID-19 Halloween. Check out our Twitter page. It's a COVID-19 Halloween. Yeah, just a little <laughs> taste there. Little little tease, as I say in the biz. <laughs> but... Uh, what else? What have we missed in our lives? Uh, yeah, pretty much nothing. Pretty much the same old shit. Holidays, holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving, I mean. Um, I worked on Thanksgiving. I actually did nothing on oh. Thanksgiving. Wow. So my, my wife insisted that we have a couple of relatives over, and I was annoyed because I really didn't want to do that. And so like, we had a, a grand total of like two out-of-town guests. Mm. And... Um, Really pissed me off. One of them flew, Ooh. Uh, and the other one drove, like about an hour. So we had a, you know, immediate family members, but they came into town and left, mm. and uh, that really annoyed me. I really didn't want to do that because of what's going on. Right. Um. So far, so good. So far, everybody's negative. Good. good. Um. That was the big. Ha- that was Thanksgiving. Other than that. Um, Dieting on Thanksgiving and stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying. I'm literally trying to lose like. I'm trying to get like below, 180, and I've just been like stagnant. Oh, okay. At, 
like 181, 182 for the past like three months. And I've been really trying hard. And I, I think I finally discovered because like a while back now, five, 10 years ago, I was like 20 pounds too heavy. And I was like serious dieting. And I, it took me like six months and I dropped 20 pounds. And I'm basically okay. doing the same thing now. And I can't lose any weight. And it finally dawned on me is that I'm burning so few calories by like I barely even – doing anything i'm barely even walking i'm barely even i'm not going anywhere so it's like all yeah. the cal I, all the calories that were burning but just like leaving the house and like walking around mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. and like going places was enough to like like burn calories and lose weight but like because i'm 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 so inactive because of this goddamn pandemic like yeah. even starving myself i can't lose weight wow so so what is, what is your diet right now is is it just you're just not eating or are you Oh no 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 no! You never want to not eat. Right. Um, you know, that that's one of the, the the secrets I learned is that if you starve yourself, then your body tries to conserve. Yeah. And so you never want to. You never actually want to be hungry. And so, I I just try to follow basic rules like like I try to eat every four hours. Okay. And but like try to even if it's just like maybe a snack. So like oh have lunch and then don't eat for four hours and four hours later have you know but like so like and so like. I don't know. Like we're approaching eleven o'clock in four hours. I'll, have, I'll try to have a little something. So you like you, you know, like force myself, force myself to just like not fucking snack, and then don't eat as much crap, and then and also you you never want to be hungry. But like there's a couple of tricks I used to follow. But like, um, it's really tough with all the goodies around the house, especially during the holidays. But like, I'm just having a hard fucking time. Like, and so I'll probably have like a little yogurt or something at eleven o'clock. Man, it's just it's really hard when you're just like not moving all day. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I get that. Coffee's my friend. Yeah, coffee's everybody's friend these days. Coffee's my friend. Man, there's nothing quite like I open a new bag of coffee and like that first pot that I make from the new bag of coffee. Mm-hmm. And then it'll take me like another week or two to finish the bag of coffee. But like just the you never get better than just that first pot of coffee in that brand new bag, you know, it's just just beautiful. <laughs> but uh enough of my, my boring life this is like pandemic life just like what's going on in life nothing let me just, i'll just throw in a quick little story this is like a very quick story it sort of has to do with my life is that okay then we'll get, get some quick segments what do you think sounds good okay so like um back in i don't know october back when it wasn't as bad uh a tradition that it's very popular up here in maryland which is like going out to the farm like the farms that are like 30 minutes outside of town where like all the city folks show up and then like, it's like you pick your own apples, you pick your own pumpkins, you pick your own, whatever you pick your own nose, etc. Yeah. But like apple picking is really big. And so um, it's called, it's like sort of a local staple here. It's called a Laraland farm and it's okay. You know, they have, they have like COVID rules where they try to make sure people wear masks and do social distancing and, and, and it's outdoors. It's, yeah, it's mostly outdoors, so it's, it's not as bad. It's like basically you're in rows of like apples, and you're supposed to like stay away from other people. And there's enough room where you can stay away from other people. So generally, it's okay. But like, um, the one thing I was leery about. So it's in the middle of nowhere, and the only way to to go to the bathroom is there's like a row of porta potties. And so I was like freaked out because like, you know, I have, I have the bladder of a pregnant woman, like eighth month, eighth month, uh, third tri- definitely third trimester, and. And like it's like a half hour drive there, half hour drive back, half hour hour there. So like, um, I was definitely freaked. First of all, I'm not really a fan of porta parties 
potties to begin with, but like I'm really freaked out of like catching COVID from the porta potty because it's all about like human contact. Like this is enclosed space. Like a hundred people are using these porta potties, and I go in and I'm like, I don't know, the air inside is filled, and everybody's touching everything, and <laughs> it's filled with COVID, and COVID's on everything, and I'm freaked out, right? And uh, and I so I sort of stumbled upon something that could be used, like when COVID is passed, because. Um, okay, so let me let me back up a second. This is how I mask. Maybe you can tell tell me how you mask. Well, you're in Florida, so you probably don't wear any mask at all. You probably just you're probably just naked. Not only do you not wear a mask, you're just naked everywhere. We right? we actually walk up to strangers and lick them in the face. Wow. Yes, that's that's the Florida way. Okay. That's what we call a Florida handshake. Florida handshake. It's just you walk up and lick a stranger. Mm-hmm. On the face, cool. Just lick them. Cool. Just lick them. Okay. If you get if you get inside the nostril, it's extra points. Huh. So uh, we do things a little bit differently here in Maryland. Okay. Uh, people are great up here when it comes to masks. Like they said something like the statistic was like we have like a ninety six percent mask wearing rate in Maryland, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. What I do is so you remember how as COVID has evolved. Um, they figured out that like you're not supposed to wear the N95 with the valve. Okay. Yeah. You know, like the like the, with the little exhale valve, like the popular consumer one. And so, like at the beginning at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, when nobody knew this, that's what I wear because like I have like I bought some N95 masks for work on the house like about ten years ago. I'm like, oh, I'm using these babies. Yeah. And and uh, I would wear my valve mask, and then they came out and they said, no, you can't wear that. You got to wear one without. So like, what I actually do is I wear two masks. I, my bottom layer, which is my N95 with my valve, and that's for me, and then I wear a normal like mask over my ears, and that's for everybody else. Okay. So I actually wear two masks, but like, so circle back at the farm, and I got to go really bad. I got to pee really bad, and so I reluctantly, hesitantly, I go inside the porta potty. Now I'm trying to do like the left hand, right hand rule. Like I can touch, I touch everything else with my right hand. And I don't touch anything with my left hand other than myself. I do. I follow that same rule when I'm going grocery shopping. Um, and so, like, you know, it's like the one-handed, unzip the fly, get the junk out, etc. But, like, I stumbled upon this amazing thing, which is that porta parties are normally very disgusting places, and they smell horrible. But when you're wearing an N95 and then another mask over, you can't smell any. Of the of the stench of the porta potty, so I think even when COVID's over, I'm just gonna normally wear an N95 mask every time I use a porta potty because it's just beautiful. Because <laughs> the smell of whatever the chemicals in the porta potty combined with like, you know, st- stewed urine and feces from like you know an hour to twelve hours. Yeah, it's pretty awful. And so wearing, I I've never actually thought that I could have a pleasant experience. In a porta potty, but COVID nineteen came along and completely changed my philosophy about porta potties. Oh, really? <laughs> now I would I would never sit down. I would never take a crap on one because that's just crazy. But like <laughs> as a guy standing there peeing in a porta potty, wearing my N ninety five, I was perfectly. It was it was a quite quite dare I say a pleasant experience. And and also keep in mind a porta potty essentially has. Like screened-in windows, so like it's not it's not sealed. It's basically like open to the outside air, right? It's 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 basically it's ventilated on top, right? Right. So like I wasn't worried about catching COVID because I was essentially 
peeing in like with the windows open and, and if I have masks on. So like, yeah, it's like I, I have a new outlook on life. That's how you're going to go through life with plenty of ventilation and N95 mask. For my porta potty pee. My porta potty pee. No, for everything. For everything. Just no matter what you do now. Everything? Sex, plenty of ventilation, and N95 masks. Hey, that's. Uh, okay, uh, question over here, front row. Okay. Um, that might make it a little bit more difficult to use my mouth during sex. How would I? How, how would I resolve this problem? Uh, you're married. You're not expected to do it anymore. It, it's it's sort of those that deal where like if I want to get it, I gotta give it. You know. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, huh, you're you're married. So. You shouldn't expect it anymore. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, even just kissing. I mean, how am I gonna kiss during sex? You're married, and she really doesn't like you that much. Okay. Ah, uh. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, that's it. That's really that's just a silly story that I had. Just discovering the delightfulness of going into a porta potty with an N95 mask. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I have another stupid story, but it's sort of a timeless story involving um, smoke alarms. But uh, we can save that till next time. If you want to yeah. do some segments, yeah, let's do segments real quick. We're kind of we're kind of neat, uh, running a little long here, so let's do our quick segments. Kind of wrap it up. We're at we're at about we're about an hour, an hour and a quarter, so we can just do some segments, and then depending on how that takes, me, we can wrap up early or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I think we're past early, but <laughs> um, uh, not not super long. Let's just say. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what segment do you want to do? You want to do a quick in memoriam? Uh, no, because we have a really long in memoriam. But I want to do a quick uh, Asian domination. Okay. Uh, recurring segment: Asian domination. I saw this article that just blew my mind. A story came out. I think just this week that said basically, China. Let me. I'm gonna. Actually, this is the headline. I'm gonna quote it. The story came out a couple days ago, last week, that said China has done human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers, says top U.S. official. Now just think about that for a minute. Chinese super soldiers. Jesus. (laughs) Using genetic editing, using human experimentation to create enhanced Chinese citizens and or soldiers. If that doesn't fall in the category of Asian domination, my friend, then I do not know what does. That's that's Asian domination. <laughs> Asian domination. That is Asian um, domination. Anything else going on in Asian domination? I mean, um, um, up until up until recently, South Korea was killing it in terms of COVID, but now they're kind of they're doing bad again. Are they doing bad again? They're getting their second wave. I think so. Yeah, pretty much everybody is. Europe. But how bad is their second wave? I mean. Compared to everybody else, is it still probably not as bad as us, but bad compared to themselves? Right. Yeah, I'm nobody's um, as bad as us, dude. Exactly. No, nobody. India, India, Russia, Brazil are all we're in the U.S. We're all in the uh, fucked by COVID club. <laughs> uh, that's it. What a lousy 
uh, what a lousy uh, club, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, their um, their COVID cases as of December sixth, South Korea had six hundred and fifteen new cases. So they, okay. yeah, they're 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 trending up. They're they did six hundred cases a day, and what are we doing? We're doing two hundred thousand a day. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had. Do you want to do a quick uh? trending topic uh, segment? Sure. Sure. Okay, so you want to read the trending topics? Okay, let me jump on and read the trending topics. Trending right now. There's something about Hunter Biden? Yes, Hunter Biden is facing a federal investigation into his tax affairs. Uh, It's possible. Do you want to do something with that? Um, it's the only thing I'm seeing right now that hasn't really have to do with a TV show or sports. I can't even find it last time I'm trending topically alone. <laughs> yeah. Of the show. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. All right, so... The Northern Lights. Oh, okay, the Northern Lights will be visible over the U.S. tonight. Let's see... Yeah, so the idea is that I post on Twitter while we're recording the show, try to get drum up some support. Mark well, Cuban. At NBC News confirms over 3,000 COVID-19 deaths reported in the USA, U.S. today, a single-day record. That's depressing. SpaceX Mars-bound spacecraft explodes while trying to land. Uh, Nixon is trending way down because of... Uh, the stupidity that came out of Trump's mouth today about how, oh, nobody's ever won Ohio and Florida and, and lost, lost the election. And yeah, election. And, and well, yeah, Nixon, yeah. Nixon has. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't get bogged down by facts, you know? Oh, no. But it, it, it's like, so I, I saw somebody say, how can he blatantly lie with so easily fact-checked? It's because the people who he's talking to aren't going to bother to fact-check it. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as yeah, that. This is kind of light. Um, do you want to do something? Okay, so I think our choice is either Hunter Biden or the Northern Lights. What do you think? Or 3,000 dead? I guess. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of a... But I don't feel like doing something light with that, so... You don't want to do anything with Northern Lights? No, something light. I don't feel like doing something light with oh. 3,000 dead, so... I don't see a good way to transfer... Trans- Translate that into a comedy show. So, <laughs> uh, I guess we could, okay. So, either Hunter Biden or the Northern Lights. What do you think? Hunter Biden. Let's do Hunter Biden. Okay. Hunter Biden. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So let me see. Okay. Live on the air. Tweet live on the air. Recording episode forty. Oh, by the way, this will be episode forty. The uh, fortieth anniversary. <laughs> discussing Hunter Biden. How about this? Can we say, I wonder if Hunter Biden has ever seen the Northern Lights? No. Uh, in the trending topic segment. I wonder if we can trick Trump into writing a pardon for Hunter Biden. Hmm. I mean, all Hunter Biden has to, all Hunter Biden has to do is just like give him a million bucks. This is true. This Hunter is true. Biden, actually, oh, so wait, hold on a second. Let me tweet. 
Hunter Biden. Okay, Biden hashtag. Uh, election. Okay, there we go. I'll just say. Let me see if there's. Ooh, let's see if there's a Hunter Biden GIF. I always try to put GIFs in the tweets to get people's attention. I'm looking for an autoplay GIF on Twitter of Hunter Biden. Okay. I do not see one. Let's see. This looks like a bad one. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm Hunter Biden. Reminder, I am not on the ballot. Okay, there we go. Boom. <laughs> Live in the air recording episode 40 discussing Hunter Biden in the trending topic segment. And tweet. Now we got to talk about Hunter Biden. Okay, so, Hunter Biden. You know what my favorite fact about Hunter Biden is? What's that? Is that he cheated on his wife with his dead brother's widow. Yes, that's a... Did you know that? Yes, I did. That's a, that is interesting. That, that is, is interesting. Hunter Biden is... Hunter Biden has got a lot of problems. So, okay, so, we, we talked about... We talked about... If how we would feel about if Democrats did some dirty things to try, try to suppress votes. So how are you going to feel if that after this investigation they find criminal wrongdoing by Hunter Biden and Joe Biden pardons him? Um, because we've been talking. There's been talk no. that Trump can preemptively or is going to preemptively pardon. His children, himself, maybe Rudy Giuliani, things like that. Just kind of give pardons out like they're, you know, Halloween candy. And we've been critical. Uh, a lot of people have been critical about that. So, will you level that same amount of criticism towards Joe Biden if he pardons his son? So, we have to discuss the timing because there's if it occurred... You know, you know, pardons like that occur when you're on the way out, when you're on the way out the door. There's the midterms, you know, the 2022 midterms, which are important. There's his reelection. And so even Trump didn't pardon. Um, he didn't pardon Michael Flynn until till after the election. Right. He did commute the sentence of Roger Stone. Um, and he, he pardoned people like Joe Arpaio and, and mm-hmm. who else? Didn't he? He pardoned Blagojevich, didn't he? Yes, yes, he did. But okay, so I'm so we have to keep that in mind that if if Biden pardons his son, it's not going to be for a while. But here's the difference: this is his child. This isn't Roger Stone. This isn't you know Mike Flynn. This is his son. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. At least not until he's out the door. Because so so you're so you're saying. That Joe Biden will let his son stay in jail. Like, I mean, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is found guilty and is going to jail. Going to sit in a jail cell. And because of... of Is this... This is not the Trump Justice Department that's been directed to look into Hunter Biden, but the actual new Justice Department. And it's like, it's career prosecutors. It's not a politically motivated... Uh, investigation, if it's legitimate, then I... It's 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 the Justice Department right now, because they're, they're saying that they've had this for a little while, but they refuse to act because it's their policy to not act before an election to so they don't influence the election. 
But right now, it's just an investigation, yes? Right, it's just an investigation. But it was not announced, it was not made public, because they didn't want to have influence on the, the actual election. But let's say this investigation finds something. Uh-huh. And Joe Biden has said he does not want the Department of Justice to be politicized anymore, that he's going to take the hands-off approach. So this is going to be a test of that. You know, they're investigating your son. You're going to stay hands-off? We'll see. If, they, if, if he does, and they investigate him, and they find enough to bring charges, and the charges, you know, go to trial, and he has a trial, and he's found guilty, or he pleads guilty, and we're and, and we're looking at jail time for the mm-hmm. son of the president of the United States, and the president of the United States, his father, has the ability to make it go away immediately with a presidential pardon. I don't think he will. You think he'll choose the politics over the family? Well, it's the idea that. You know, you do the crime, you do the time sort of thing. Like, um, tough love, if you will. Like, how did Biden clean up from his, his drug problems? Right. He, like, he went, went to rehab. I mean, it's not like, was he, was he coddled by his father or was it tough love? I mean, I, I, I think Biden's the type of person that would give him some tough love. And also, it'd be political suicide to do that before the midterms or before. You know what? He probably won't even run for re- re-election because he's too old. Right. So it probably won't happen before, before the midterms. But Right. So if let's say in what twenty twenty three, we understand it'd be political suicide, but he might choose to lose his political career to save his son. You don't think that's a possibility? I mean, the, sh- the short answer is I wouldn't be happy with it because okay. that would be abuse of power, right? Right. Oh, I agree. Well, no, I mean, it's not an abuse of power; it's within the purview of his power. That's the thing with presidential pardons. There really is. No limitation to them. It's not an abuse of power if it's within the purview of your power. I predict, here's a prediction. I predict that Trump will accidentally pardon the wrong person. <laughs> I say on January, on January 19th, Trump's going to, I don't know, is he going to, is he, or he's going to like forget to pardon Tiffany or something? He's going to, I predict that Trump is going to fuck up the pardons. He's gonna like he's gonna forget to sign one of them or something. There you go. There's a prediction. Trump's gonna somehow fuck up the pardons. <laughs> That's a real possibility. <laughs> That's a real possibility. So, oh, let's see. All right, let's let's get ready to wrap this up because it's uh it's getting late. All right, um, all right, okay. All right, let's do a let's quick do in, a quick, uh, quick yes. in memoriam. Um, and we've been off so long as far as having a podcast. Let's start with Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Well, I have a big list here in front of me. I, I cheated. I did some research. But, um, okay. Yes, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Because it came out of left field because nobody knew that he was sick. Yeah. Nobody he was, knew he had he cancer. Was hiding it. For five, like years and years. Yes. So that was, that was a tough one. Um, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. Uh, oh, that was... Icon. Yeah. Um, Musical icon, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yep. Judicial icon, American icon. Oh my God. Um RBG, yep. Yep, yep. Um uh 
just this week was uh, Chuck Yeager. Chuck Yeager, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Break the sound barrier. Yeah. Sean Connery. Yes. The original Bond. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. He was apparently old, you know, 90 and had dementia. Yeah, that's that's sad. And he was just a couple days later followed by Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek, yes. Yeah. Who is the greatest game show host of all time? By far. Fuck off, Pat Sajak. <laughs> you know, apparently Pat Sajak like is, lives in Maryland, like right down the road from not right down the road from me, but like you know, an hour's drive from me. I got nothing against Pat Sajak. I'm just being overly aggressive. <laughs> I hear he's a totally decent guy. I'm sure he's a totally decent guy. So. No, you don't get that subtle SNL reference? No, I didn't. The old Ed Grimley who wanted to go on. Oh, yes, yes, Project. yes. That, okay. Totally decent guy, I must say. That's, oh, that's a deep cut right there, buddy. Right. Old 80s SNL. Oh, yeah. my God. So, um, here's one. Spencer Davis. Oh, the Spencer Davis uh, group. I, did, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, Spencer Davis passed away. Um, also, uh, Anybody? yeah, you know, from Spencer Davis group, give me some loving, you know, with Steve Winwood. Yeah. 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 Also, um, Tony Lewis, the lead singer of the outfield, which actually was one of the oh, yeah. niche fans of the eighties. I quite liked. So I don't know any other songs by them besides, uh, was it your love? Your Great love song. was the big one. Uh, they had a few other ones since you've been gone. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, he passed away. Uh, let's see, who else? Who else? Uh, just the other day, uh, David Prowse, the man behind the mask, Darth Vader. Yep. So he passed away. Um, if you watched, if if you watched Two and a Half Men, uh, Conchata Farrell, who played the uh, uh, maid on that show, passed away. I see. I I've known about her for decades because she was on the TV show ER. And when I say ER, do you know what I mean? Are you talking about the one with Elliot Gould? I'm talking about the the comedy with Elliot Gould from the 19 the early 80s that had not only Elliot Gould but George Clooney. That's right. The young, the 20-year-old George so he was on both incarnations of ER, the 20-year-old George Clooney and it was starring it was like the focus was on Elliot Gould, Doctor Scheinfeld, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and Kachata was on that show. That's where I first remember her from. Oh wow, I I don't remember anything about that show, except that it did exist. Yes, um, I'm pulling up really quick, but like, that's a deep cut right there. The original ER. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. Um, we had Sean Connery pass away. We also had Michael yes. Lonsdale, who played Drax in Moonraker, Hugo Drax. He passed away. That's right, yeah, yeah. And I'm forgetting her name, but the girl from Goldfinger that was painted gold, she passed away as well. Um, hopefully her last name is Goldstein, but that, that would have been really cool. You know, like, Abby Goldstein you're, you're, as you're trying, Lady Painted You're trying gold. to sucker me into an uh, aesthetic <laughs> slur. I think I'm letting it pass this year, buddy. I think I'm giving up my Warsaw Ghetto Pass. Wow, that's the shock. We've had is that you're not going to use it. We've just had too much, too much pain this year for me to want to f- inflict more, even jokingly. So, 
Uh, well, let's see. What else? Is that, is that about it? Um, is there anybody else you can think of? Oh, um, Diana Rigg, who was uh, from the Avengers, and she played uh, on Game of Thrones. Uh, what was the name no, of the... No idea. You watched Game of Thrones, right? I've never seen an episode of my life. You've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Wow. You know, the sad thing is that, that, that last season, the, the ending was so controversial because so many people didn't like it that it's hard for me to say you should go run out and watch it now. But Darren, for- every fucking show that ends, they don't like the ending. They didn't like the ending of Seinfeld. They didn't like the ending right, of... Right. Uh, so, something else that um, bolsters my my point of view, but I can't think of anything. Yeah, no. What's another like f- finale that people didn't like? You my, know? my personal, my personal. Belief, oh, wait, 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 wait. How I Met Your Mother. People hated the ending of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, my personal feeling on the end of Game of Thrones was that it was not as awfully terrible as a lot of other people say it was, but there was some things about it that were disappointing. Well, don't tell me I haven't seen it. No, I'm not. Um, huh. It's really, really good show. I kind of surprised you never watched it, but just slipped by. Yeah. Um, but but she passed away. Oh, remember? Okay, Diana Rigg. Do you remember the James Bond movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service? The one with George. Yeah, I've Lazenby? never seen that one either. No, I've never seen that one either. Unfortunately. Get you know what? I just give up on you, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm familiar with it. In fact. Well, uh, if you want to hear a good song, there's a there's an artist called, um, oh, I can't even think of his name, but it's a it's a, it's the song is called Just Like Lazenby. It's a song about George Lazenby, and I can't I can't think of the name of the artist. Let's see, just like I'm looking it up, just like Laz Lazenby, um, George Lazenby. I'm trying to I I gotta share this, just like Lazenby. There we go. Okay, and the artist is. Sandra Lurch. He actually does a song about George Lazenby. It's about uh, choices in life. There you go. A little trivia for you. Called Just Like Lazenby. I actually kind of like that movie. I don't think he's a very good Bond. Uh, I think it kind of shows. But I actually think there's some things in that movie that are actually really, really good. So, oh, David Dinkins passed away. The uh, former mayor. Oh, yeah, of that's right. That's right. Yes. And And here's one that you won't recognize the name, but... Uh, or will I? David Hemblin. You're right, I don't. He was the... Give me, wait, 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 wait. Should we play little David Hemblin? Uh, five questions, since we're trying to cut things short. You sure, play sure. David Hemblin? Five, five questions? Five quick okay. questions about David Hemblin. Go ahead. Okay, ooh, let's see. This is there's a lot of pressure here. Um, was he in entertainment? Was he in like a musician or movies or TV, something like that? Like, yes, he was, was an he entertainer. Inter- he was in entertainment. Okay. Uh, wow, it's really hard to narrow down. He said David Hemblin. Uh, I mean, since we're doing abbreviated 20 questions, can you tell me, give me a hint and say, what was his heyday? What decade was his heyday? Uh, the 90s. So Dave, was, okay, was it like a sci-fi TV show? Sort of. That's a, that's a no. Was it a TV show? It was a TV show. So in the 90s TV show, David Hemblin. Um, wow. So when you say sort of, I mean, that, that's giving me some trouble there. 
sort of sci-fi? Sort of sci-fi. What the fuck is sort of sci-fi? I'm going to give you something. I'll just give you one. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. comic book related. Was it from the original Flash TV show? No. We always somehow end up in the original Flash TV show. Was it like a so like a like a super like a 90s superhero TV show? Yes. Was it animated? Yes. Really? Yes. A superhero animated from like so he was the voice. Was he like the voice of the main character? He was the voice of a character. Wait a minute. What was that one? Uh, was it the Tick? No, it wasn't the Tick. It was not the Tick. The nineties. I can't think of a lot of animated superhero shows from the nineties. There's what? There's there's two big one. There's two big superhero shows from the nineties. Animated. That, that are animated. That were genre-defined. Like X- X-Men? X-Men was oh, one. Uh, Batman. Oh, Batman the Animated Series? That was the second one. But I'm not saying right. he was on that show. I'm saying, but, you know, there was, those are two. X-Men and Batman the Animated Series. Was he on one of those two? Yes. Was he, like, Batman on the Batman the Animated Series? No. That's Kevin so Conroy. Was he, was he, okay, I didn't know that. So he was, therefore, he was in the X-Men Animated Series? Yes. You're like past five questions. You're you're past like okay. Well, there. Okay. Well, I mean, like, you make a guess. Okay, geez. he did a voice on the X Men animated series. You got to guess Magneto? the character. Magneto. You got Magneto? it. You got hey. it. Hey, there you go. So, okay, that is that is ooh, that is a deep cut. That was a deep cut. So, oh, and, deep cut. and one final uh, passing. Uh, David Lander, Squiggy from Laverne. Oh, Charlie. that was just like that was just yesterday, the day before. Yeah, just a couple days ago. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, he had MS. I've known, yeah, that's been public for years and years that he's had MS. In fact, he originally started suffering from it like in the 80s yeah. and then he went public, I think, like 20 years ago. David Lander. Lander? David Lander, not Lander. David Lander. Yeah, not Lander. The, yeah, like the comedy partner of Michael McKeon. Yeah. Not just the Sunny and Squiggy, but like those guys, those were like, those guys were like together for a while. Yeah. So, you know. They, and he, uh, I don't know what else he's known for, but. He, he, um, Michael McKean posted a very nice picture of the two of them together back in the 70s yeah. on, on Twitter when that, the day it happened. So. Squiggy. Well, let's see. So I guess half the cast of Laverne and Shirley is dead now? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so Laverne or, the question is Laverne or Shirley? Who did I have a crush on? No, I mean, if you had if you had to have relations with one, who would you pick, Laverne or Shirley? Shirley, yeah, I always I, I always like Shirley. So. Always like Shirley. Yeah. So you're Shirley, okay? I like Cindy Williams. Lenny or Squiggy, which one? Oh, I'm definitely a Lenny guy. Lenny? Sorry. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say Lenny too. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm good. Every time. I'm just trying to like trying to not be sexist. No, I'm sorry. I neither Carmine Ragusa. That's who I'm at. I'm with Carmine. <laughs> wow. Oh, going outside the box there. Uh-huh. You got it. Carmine. Okay, I'll give it Carmine. <laughs> um, so that's it. So I guess, so to wrap things up, I don't want to wrap things up on a sad note, but uh, our, to wrap up our In Memoriam, I just a brief mention that we, in fact, 
have lost the podcat. The podcat passed away at the end of September. Yeah. Um, was sick. Um, died of kidney failure. Um, and so that was a bit difficult. So, um, the in memoriam is dedicated to the podcat. That is absolutely right. This whole episode dedicated to the podcast. Just the in memoriam. That's, I mean, okay. We don't want to get greedy. <laughs> That's not gonna crazy. Okay. That's gonna go crazy. But like, but uh, she was a lovely pet that was with that was with us yes. for like, uh, like uh, ten ten years. She was with us for like just short of ten years, and she was a stray that um, adopted us, and uh, so she was actually a full grown cat when we adopted her. So we don't even know how old she was, but she was an old cat and she lived a lovely life, and she was my baby. And my wife would always say that she was my cat because, you know, she, she I was the preferred caregiver and, uh, and I miss, and I missed the podcast and, uh, this, this, uh, in memoriam is dedicated to her. I can't think of a, I can't think of a better thing to do than dedicated to her. Oh, I can think of a better thing to do. I can think of like, like selling, s- <laughs> selling the in memoriam for money. Like we will, we will sp- we'll have a sponsor for the in memoriam. <laughs> this in memoriam is brought to you by, you know, Rogers Funeral Home. That, that, that's actually a better thing to do, Darren. Come on. I mean, that's like the, that's like the Jewish thing to do. Wouldn't you agree? You're not getting me that way, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we gotta get. Some, it's always about the money, you know. It's always about the gotta, gotta work the angle. You know? Ugh, gotta gotta work work the money angle here. You know? No, nothing, nothing. You're not biting, not biting. Huh? I, I I love how you're trying to get anti-Semitism out of me, and so you're just throwing all these anti-Semitic <laughs> things over and over again. <laughs> Is it, it? It's not. It's not anti-Semitism if I'm Jewish. That's just like can can a Jew can. Can a Jew be anti-Semitic? I guess so. I guess we proved like Bobby Fischer was. Yeah, we did the whole Bobby Fischer conversation already. So <laughs> anti-Semitic Jew, but like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I, my whole family is Jewish, and like, yeah. You know who would also say that 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 they're not anti-Semitic? Bobby Fischer. <laughs> I disagree. I think he told everybody he hated Jews. <laughs> no, I he was. He was quite uh, upfront about it. Okay. But, uh, uh, so any more predictions? Okay. Well, I guess my final prediction is, you know, the Zionists are going to finally take over the world in 2021. Yeah. What else is new? Yeah. That's, I'm just kidding. We already take, we already run the world. Yeah. Come on. You got that shit already. <laughs> take over the world. Take over the world. Um, that's it, man. I don't know. This, this might be our, you think this might be our last show of 2020 it's possible this is like uh december 9th so yeah it's it, it's quite if we, we we haven't done one in about four months it's going to be tough to get one done in another three weeks so it, okay we'll probably say that this is our 2020 sign off okay and hopefully when we rejoin everybody it will be 2021 and the dawn of a new day new year we could we could do a 2020 year in review in, in our next show, but like, you know, wishing everybody is a healthy and a happy, whatever holiday and, you know, absolutely just um, happy new year. Yeah. Just get through 2020 alive. People really, we're, we're in the home stretch. Just get through it alive. We, uh, we want 2020 to be in our rear view mirror because it's been such a shitty year. Mm-hmm. Like 
in terms of not politics, but also like the you know once in a century pandemic everything, and everything. It's just been. Awful. I mean, just fucking crazy. It's been awful. Let's each let's go around the table and each name one positive thing about 2020. There has to be something. Something positive about 2020. Anything? Anybody? Can you name The Mandalorian is a kick-ass show. Um, let's see. I haven't really seen any movies this year. Um, you know, actually, I'll, I'll throw this out. This is really the only thing that comes to mind, but I, I watched the Jon Stewart movie called, what was it, Irresistible? Okay. And it got really shitty re- reviews, but I I rather enjoyed it. Okay, okay. I mean, that was a cool thing about 2020 was the the uh, the John Stewart movie. He wrote and directed it. But other than that, I mean, uh, Saturday Night Live has been funny as hell. I you know Weekend Update has been funny as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty solid. Dave Chappelle uh, is the Dave Chappelle is a generational comedian that is desperately needed in these trying times how about that that's a positive yeah put him in the rarefied um, air of the Carlins and the Priors and the the comedians that transcend just funny and almost become sages yeah, because it's 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 much deeper than just haha. Yes, it's yes. uh, it's like a like a a voice, a voice of reason, yes. and a voice of also criticism. You know. Yeah, yeah. He um, he is coming with some very strong things. So that's a positive twenty twenty. I mean, the NFL, I, I've been very pleased to watch football. I mean, it's still kind of touching good with COVID, but oh, here you go. Well, I mean, that's. Every year, but like the Steelers finally lost a game uh, yeah. uh, yesterday, and the Dolphins are doing well, like legitimately well. They're doing okay. That's positive. The Dolphins, are- yeah. But you're still not watching, right? I actually watched the last couple of games. Okay, so I had to order CBS All Access to do it, but I did. So I'm in the huh. I'm in week two of my my five week free trial of CBS All Access. Oh, okay. I'm just kind of trying to rush through Discovery and Picard before it expires. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, because, I mean, I want to watch uh, the Star Trek stuff. Is it really good? I like Discovery. I've seen season one. I'm on season two now. So. What about Picard? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to, though. So. Anyway. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Let's try to. Go on a high note. Come on, give me one more prediction. That's it. One more prediction for next year. One more. We got to come end on a high note. Come on, one more prediction. We can do it. Come on. I put predict a, put a, that. Put our heads. I predict in. that next year we'll stop trying to do hour long podcasts and just give in to our baser natures and start doing three hour long podcasts. I predict that not only will Trump go to jail on January twentieth, but I will be ten dollars richer. That's what I predict. I predict I will have successfully gotten money from a Jewish person next year. I got one in! Oh. I got it in right under the wire, baby! Oh, I knew you could do it. I'm so oh, proud I'm so you. proud of myself. Warsaw Ghetto Pass <laughs> used right uh, there. There you go. Yeah, uh, just under, 
Don't send her the wire. You got the Jewish slur. In. Perfect. I'm, there you go. I, and remember, I was like, I'm leaving it on that note right there. The Warsaw Ghetto Pass used. Bam. You don't get any more for the rest of the year. That's fine. There's only three weeks and we're not doing another podcast. But you have to be respectful of Jews for the rest of the year. I will. It's be. not just, wait, it's not just on the show. Is it always, is it in your life as well? Uh,. Sure. There's really <laughs> there's really not that many Jewish people in my life though. It's like you. <laughs> and you've never been respectful towards me. <laughs> but it was never because you were Jewish. <laughs> oh, exactly. Let's clarify. It's just because I'm a dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, agreed. And on that note. I'm 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 purely judging you by the content of your character. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure Dr. King would be proud to know that you're uh, not anti-Semitic. You just don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, everybody, you guys have a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. And we will see you in 2021. All right. Take us out. Play us out. That's it for one more episode of What About Now? Wait, that's not how you play us out. Do it right. Has it been that long? It's been that long. What do you want me to say? No, you say, you don't, did you not remember? Do you not listen to our shows? You say, remember, this is this is Darren. This is Darren. And this is Ted. And you've been listening to What About Now?